Welcome to a very special episode of Forward to Hamlet. This week we've got an interview with knowledge legend Peter Garland, who I was lucky enough to speak to. I'm Jack McElroy, the second. Peter Garland played for Dulwich for three years from 98 to 2000, having come through the youth system at Tottenham and played for Newcastle United and Charlton Athletic briefly. During his time at Dulwich, Peter scored great goals, one from the half, one from the halfway line against Gravesend and Northfleet, people will remember, and was a star player in what was briefly a cracking team. His dad, Dave, was the manager at the time. His brother, Mark, played in defence. We met at the Warren, the Metropolitan Police Sports Facility in Hayes in Kent. And yeah, there's a couple of people putting some tables up for a function later on. But that soon finishes. Did you grow up in Croydon, is that right? Yeah, Croydon, yes. And uh, you played for Croydon FC uh, as a kid? Yeah, I've done, I played for Croydon schools, Surrey schools, um, and London schools then. Um, did all the schools and then I did then when I was 16 I went on to Tottenham as apprentice. So what is a scout came on the spot? Yeah well it's quite funny really I was at, actually at Arsenal and Tottenham was all my, my team as a boy and um, they came in for me and I said right that's what I want to do so I left Arsenal and went to Tottenham then Arsenal was saying to me come on come back to us but I'd already no, set my heart going to Tottenham then. Down to Arsenal from Tottenham, are you? Yeah. <laughs> so, and did you play for England as a kid at that point? I played um, when I was uh, 18. I played for England under-18s. Um, he was the actual manager, Bobby Robson, on my first game oh, wow. at Wembley. I played eight games for though, England under-18s. We got through to the... Uh, we played in this European tournament and we got through. We lost to France in the final, 1-0. And it was in Switzerland. It was quite cutting, really, because the winners, when they went up to get their prize in, at the evening, it was a function in the evening, and they went up to get their prizes and they all got a gold football Rolex watch. Oh, wow. So we thought, well, that's all right. We're second. We're getting we get the silver one. And we got a sticker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to France. <laughs> Welcome to Switzerland sticker. Oh, no. So, yeah, it was quite cutting. Really. Who, else, who else was in that England team were you? Um, Alan Shearer. Oh, wow, Alan right. Shearer. Um, Dean, Dean Kiley, that was the goalie. Uh, David oh, yeah, James. David, Charlton, yeah. David James was in there. Oh, right, right, right. David James. Um, boy called Sean Murray at the time that was at Tottenham, which he was supposed to be the best thing since last bread when he was 14, but he was bigger than all others, and, but he just never... Oh, right, leveled um, out a bit. Graham Stewart played in there. Oh, right, right. So there was a few. Yeah. What position were you playing then? I was playing right back then. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's how it goes, isn't it? I mean, yeah. everybody has to be kind of, not a playmaker, but you, no. every, even the right back yeah. is so I can play football. No, so it was, it was a chance, and they said, you know, you play there and you play anywhere if you're going to play at Wembley, or the, the old Wembley with the mm. Twin Towers. Played, and the first game I played was a friendly against Holland in a cup match. Um, and it was this, the Swifts Trophy or something it was. And uh, he was a manager, Bob Robson, but it was before the Charity Shield of Tottenham playing Coventry that year. So oh, right, right. it was actually quite good because by the end of the game, the, it was filled up and there was a lot of Tottenham fans. So when they had read the programme, they see that I was a Tottenham player. So it got in your, your people were seeing you then that you was playing. So. Right. So how good were you in those days? Were you sort of, when you were playing at school level, were you the best in your school and stuff and uh, by a stretch or...? Yeah, I just I just always played for for fun. 
Yeah. Really, I enjoyed it. it was it's, I enjoyed playing football. I always wanted to do football. I didn't didn't have any toys. You know, you see the kids today was all I liked was a football, and that, and that was it. Out in there with my friends, and we just used to play all the time. And your dad was in management at that yeah. point, was he? Um, he when I started at Tottenham, then he was starting to get in with Crystal Palace then. Right. And they was always trying to get your boy to come there, but no, I was at the club that I supported and. Yeah. If you was you was learning brilliant players. You know, some people say, well, if I'd started lower, and then I could have, you know, played a lot longer and that. But it's just it's always ifs and ifs. But yeah, I started at the top. If you don't, if you go lower and you don't make it, then you're going to go lower. But if you're starting at the top, at least you've got the other teams you can go down to. So. So you played with. Um... I mean, you would have trained with the first team at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, I've like, played. So I, made Gaza my de- and yeah, and... I made my debut for Tottenham. I only played a couple of games. I was sub in an FA Cup match against Blackpool away, and then I made my debut for Spurs. I came on as sub. Gaza came off, and Terry Venables put me on. So it's... that's quite an honour, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what was it like working with Venables? How was he? Did you have much involvement with the, um, the first team and the management? They did too. He, he was more at the time the reserve team manager was Ray Clements at the time oh, at Tottenham. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time with him. In when we was uh, apprentices, it was Patsy Holland, and then Ray Clements and Doug Livermore, and that. But no, that was very good. But he was very good too. Venables, he would get you in and call you in and have a chat with you and that. But but mainly you dealt with Ray Clements at the time and then. He would push you through and that. So, were there any of the uh, Spurs youth team at that point that sort of went on to bigger things? So, like, was Ian Walker in the team at that point? Ian was a year younger than me. Ian, right? He was a, he was an apprentice. Oh, when I was a second year apprentice, he was the first year apprentice. So, yeah, he did well. Uh, just after I left to go to Newcastle, that was when they had the, a bit of turmoil at Spurs. Couldn't buy any players, so oh, it yeah. was actually it was a nightmare because all the young players started to play, and, you know, like the Ian Walkers, mm. Jeff Minton. Kevin Watson, they was getting their chances because they couldn't buy other players. When I was playing, it was if someone got injured, then normally any other team, the reserve team player, would go in there, but they would just go and buy. There wasn't any transfer windows in, so yeah, they could right. go and buy a new player, you know, straight in, mm. put him in there. So it was hard, but. Yeah, a real good you, team at the yeah, time as well, Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, the people, Gaza, Naeem, all, all them people, Chrissy Waddle. And that's how I ended up Newcastle through them. And then uh, my agent at the time, it was my agent at the time was actually Kenny Lynch, the black singer and comedian, oh, right, right. Jimmy Tarbuck's best mate. So <laughs> right. he was my agent. And he played golf all the time with Kevin Keegan. Oh. And he said to him, I've got a great player for you. And then Kevin Keegan got in touch with his local scout and said, does he know this player? And he said, yeah, he said he's a good player. And then the next thing I got, got a phone call late at night and I was on the train first thing next morning going to Newcastle yeah you were his first signing weren't you as yeah there was there was a few of us on the same there was me Kevin Sheedy at the time the old Everton player and um, Brian Kilkline the big Coventry centre half so and we all went up there and signed so oh, it was very good I mean he says in his book I don't want to sort of bring up bad memories but he <laughs> says he regrets signing you did yeah. what, 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 what kind of happened at Newcastle? I just think it was it was a, um, a case that uh, I had gone up there and when I first went there he said to me I'll play play and then he got the some money in uh, I went there on the end of the transfer and then they got money in 
and he bought a whole new team. So he paid money and I wanted to. So I'm sitting up there, now I'm a London boy anyway, up in Newcastle, I'm only 21 years old, and I was like, why do I want to be here? Mm. So I said to him, well, you know, at the end of the day, you're paying here, I could go back home, couldn't let me just go home. I don't want, I was a bit homesick as such in the end, mm. because then I wasn't playing. You train every week to play, and I wasn't playing, and I'm saying, well, I could be down at home. And at that time, Gavin Peacock was playing for Newcastle, and his dad came, um, used to come up to the games, and he was assistant manager at Charlton then. Right. And he came to the games, and when he was manager at Maidstone and I was a young boy at Spurs, he kept trying to get me on loan. So I, I had spoken to him a few times, and then I said, I might be here, Keith. I said, it's no good. So he said, well, I'll try and see if I can get you down to Charlton. And then they tried. Kevin Keegan at first was, oh, I'm not sure, and he was being a little bit funny. And then I said, well, no, what are you doing? Yeah, you said, need get me, me. get me, me yeah. yeah, get me out. And so... I went out and then um, I went down to there and uh, that, that was it. I, I packed all my bags that day and go down. I was only going for trial, but I thought to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm not back. going back. <laughs> I'm not going back. Well, what and position were you playing at that point? Midfield then. Right. So and when you came on for that match at Spurs, was that in midfield? Midfield, yeah. yeah right, I went right, in right. midfield, yeah. So, like for like swap with yeah, Gaza. Yeah, so, and then that was it. And I packed my bags, left Newcastle, got to Cheltenham. Played in the reserves, Charlie. He wouldn't let me play in the first team, Kevin Keegan. He was being really funny until. But then he played in the reserves. I played in the reserves and they were playing Chelsea, Charlton at Welling. And uh, Charlton won 1 0 and I scored the goal. And they had, at the time, it was Kerry Dixon. Chelsea had a good side out. And next morning I spoke with them and they said, let's see if we can do a deal. Kevin Keegan was really funny and I'd got a signing on fee from Newcastle. I had to waiver all that to come mm-hmm. home. So we had some words as such yeah, yeah. then in the end I just said sorry I'm going home I'm going to enjoy, go home enjoy myself and I had a, enjoyed it at Cheltenham the three years while I was playing till I got the injury and it was great so what was the injury you got at Cheltenham when we was playing at Cheltenham um, I can never I remember it I was playing Grimsby away on a cold Saturday afternoon and the ball came and I blocked the shot but the the player come through me and he hit me with his boot full in the groin area. Oh, right. What happened, it knocked my pelvis out of place mm-hmm. and it it went out of place and came back in, but all the muscles were stretched around it and they just wouldn't knit back. Mm. So if I played, I was afterwards, I was two days, I was like a cripple. Yeah. So, and then it was, uh, the game was changing then, being more athletic, up, down, up, down, and it was just crucified me and then it was, yeah, you were there 92, 95 yeah. to 95, so yeah, that's and definitely. Then I said, this is it. I was playing and then uh, wasn't injured. But before I got the injury, I was playing a couple of games. I played it, but I was, fell out with Alan Kirchley. <laughs> I seemed to be always falling out. But, um, and it was, it was a really a weird situation. Afterwards, after I had it, I was playing and he wanted me to train and I was saying I couldn't. So we was, I was saying, look, I'm playing. So he sort of banished me then to the right. youth curvously, team. Yeah. yeah, curvously had banished me. I was, and um, so I was just at the youth team. He said, because, well, you're no good to me if you can't train five days and play. So I was, oh, OK, then. And then um, I was off. And it was just before Christmas... I was going out on a Wednesday, I think, to have a drink with my mates, and I got a phone call 
about 12 o'clock, I had to meet at the hotel where the first team were meeting to go and, go and to play Wimbledon that night in the cup match. So I turned up at the hotel, I thought this is he's just being funny with me. I turned up at the hotel in, in the tracksuit and that, and then when I got there, all the other players, Cole Lever and all that stuff, said, oh, that's nice of you coming to support us because they know I'd been banished. And then they had a pre-match meal and then we all got in the room afterwards um, and he said, right, the team today, and he started reading out the team and he read my name. Now he's not spoke to me for six weeks. <laughs> and everywhere, I laughed. Yeah, right. I said, I was like, you're having a laugh, aren't you? And, he did. and, and all the other team, all the other players looked and started to laugh. You know, and then, but then I got in there and we was losing 1-0 and I scored a goal and, and then we beat them 5-4 Lee Bowie scored an hat-trick that day and, I, and then I played for a few games and I was playing really well and, uh, and we went on a, about a 5-6 game run not one every game and I was playing in there um, so he had to keep playing me and then we lost at home 1-0 but I'd had a really good game one man in a match that day and then on the Monday when I got in he said to me I've got one of the players is back now, so I'm just not. I don't want you anymore. Mm. And he's, that was it. So I said, just pay me up, and I went. And I went to, um, with Barry Hearn and Patsy Holland to Leighton Orient for a year. But then it was getting bad. So then, then that's when I came out of the game after my year there. And uh, my dad was with Billy Smith down at Crawley, and they just was opening their new ground. And he said, would you come and play for us down there? And then. I did that and then, which was good, and I played. And then my dad left to become manager at Dulwich, mm. and then he said to me, "Why don't you come and play for me out there?" And Crawley at that time was a lot of travelling, and you they was playing. You know, you was going down to Wales, and so then my oh, dad said, in a different league, "Yeah, they was yeah. in against Newport." And so then he said, "Come to Dulwich," and I said, "Yeah, I'll come there." And I went to Dulwich. I loved it. It was brilliant. Mm. It was it was such a good atmosphere with everyone there and. Oh, I had a really good time there. Really oh, good, brilliant. Good. Yeah, so what was it like working with your dad? Um, it was hard because sometimes, you know, at, at the end of the day, when my brother was playing, I, I, was, I was a winner. I always wanted to win. I hated losing, hated it. And, it was, and sometimes when you was playing, you could see people not trying. And I think it, knowing that they wasn't trying, and my dad was... The manager, and you're thinking, so you was getting yeah, you a little personal more interest hump. there. Yeah, I know. used to get the hump more. I used to get very frustrated. That was the worst thing, and it was it was it was frustrating. And I think uh, that's why I used to lose my head a little bit because of there was double amount of pressure on you. You know, you want to win for you, and then you know, when we would get home, we'd all, we'd all have a big fight in the car, <laughs> me and my dad and brother on the way home. So it was always good going home if we lost. <laughs> so you, you um, so even. Dropping down to say Dulwich's level, you always put in hundred percent. It was always like yeah, it's ingrained just, in I, you, I suppose. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That's like I play now with my friends, and it's I, I just love it. But, um, but I never really wanted to go into the coaching of it, and I just like playing. And, you know, I was, but now I've got a little boy, so I've been started doing my coaching badges and things like that because just to see through the PFA they subsidise you, which is quite good and. So I've been taking my badges now. Now I'm just on my UA for B badge, so okay. I'm doing that. So, but you got to keep a calm head on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I was reading, going through some old um, newspaper clippings. My dad's got all of them, and it was there was you get sent off a couple of times, but your dad gets sent off in one game as well. Yeah. Like you got, you can't do that, can you? I no, suppose. no. 
Um, while you were at Dulwich, you missed like two the two biggest games while you were there in a way. Uh, the FA you were suspended for the FA Cup first yeah, round. In you, Southport. Yeah. And you'd made but two of the goals in the in the, yeah. in the Newport game. Yeah, the Isle of Wight. Did we draw there? We, I think yeah, we drew in the Isle of Wight, and then, and then we come back and, and won then, a champion yeah, hill. And it yeah. was a wet day. Yeah, I remember I, jumping I over always, the turnstile, getting my new shoes. I could always, I could always remember the tackle that I did. It was right in the corner where you come in by the turnstiles. I slid in there, and I slid. I, I won the ball, but because it was wet, I'd gone straight through. And when he gave me a card, I just was, it was like Gaz, I wanted to cry because I just knew. And I think if if I didn't have got that, but you had to be committed to the cause, you know, so I, you, you're doing it for the team. They could have played that ball up the line and scored a goal. So you, you don't think about, about that. You, you're doing it for, you've got to win that game and then we take the next game as it is. And that's, that's how I played, just win that. I wasn't looking forward always get through it, it, it was a nightmare though to miss it because I think if I was playing yeah well, it was it only would, a 1-0 yeah. defeat wasn't it yeah, I mean it, it could have made the difference goal, Houghton, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. yeah and the other game was the um the final of the was it the London Challenge oh, Cup the London Challenge, at the Valley yeah, yeah. The Valley, yeah. It, according to the newspaper you were on holiday yes I was I was actually on holiday at the time I was a friend of, friend of mine um his wife was worked for Virgin Airways at the time, and uh, it come up a holiday that was just <laughs> it was hard to miss. Yeah, and, right. I, and I booked it before, and then so it was it was a nightmare. I was gutted. I was on the phone the whole time. But, yeah. yeah, it was great. I remember. Uh, yeah. I think Dean Holness scored directly yeah. from a corner, yeah. curled straight in. Um, so good memories of Dulwich. Brilliant, uh, brilliant. I always look for them now and. Uh, See Gavin and that. I think they've got a nice team up there, and they play football. They play nice, and and they're still you're still getting the odd player here and there that's getting picked up by the bigger sides. Yeah, that Erhan has Tuma scored the winning goal for Peterborough yesterday. Yeah. I think, and what is that? Is that the Championship or League One? Yeah, League One. League, League One. one yeah. And are you you still in touch with many people from Dulwich? Um, uh, Dave Stevens. He's, uh, oh, he's, working in, he's working in Dubai. That was when we went on that run of 10 games at the start of the year. We had Dave Stevens and Dave McEwen up front. Oh, tremendous. Which was, they, yeah, the Dave yeah, Stevens was the goal machine, wasn't he? Yeah, and it, it was just good. You know, I'd always remember when we were playing them, Canvey Island came down, which Canvey Island was paying all the money, and they came to, to Dulles that afternoon and didn't know what we hit. By the time I think we were 3-0 up with... Mm. Next to nothing, but no, it was good. Um, I still see, I see Dean every now and then, Holness, because um, he sometimes comes along and plays. We've got a vet side for Charlton that are playing charity matches, and Dean sometimes comes with Andy Anser because they do where they used to work right, in yeah. the um, on the Dream Team and that. So yeah. we play them, and so they they come a bit. Yeah, but. I was wondering what it was uh, like being in the team with Les Cleveley. Yeah, Les, Les was good. It was it was actually quite funny because um, when Les came, uh, I don't know, before Les was playing for Sutton and when my dad and that was a manager and we played Sutton over there one game and I think we beat them 1-0 for Dulwich and then as we went down, we all had a big punch-up in the uh, tunnel and Les was playing there and me and... I think it was Les before we played Sutton at home and me and Les had clashed. Right. And then, when I come down the tunnel at Sutton, I was coming down, as I was coming down, I saw Les, he looked at me 
And I see him coming, and then he went to try and headbutt me. So I pulled it out, and then my dad came over, and every month's fine, there was a policeman, Sutton policeman, he was blowing his whistle, he didn't get involved. And it, and it was brilliant, and then it just happened, and it all got dispersed. And then that was on a Saturday, and then on the Tuesday, Les had left Sutton, and Billy Smith come in to my dad and said, we need a goalie. He said, Les is free. He said, what do you think? I said, yeah, I want him in the team. You know, yeah, he's a, he's a good, really goalie. good goalie, so you'd, you'd have him, and he wanted to come, and there was no, you know, things happen, and mm. you go in a bar afterwards and you shake hands, and that was it. And so, um, yeah, we come, Les, and we're, we're friends now. I see him, we have a chat, and he'll send me a text every now and then, see how I am, and the same. No, he's all good. It kind of went a little bit sour at Dulwich, didn't it? I mean, you were there, what, three years? And yeah. then there was, I mean, it seemed, your dad was, was working for free for the last few months. Yeah, no it was money just, at the club yeah, no, it was, it, to... it was hard in the end. And um, and then he was, they was trying to pay. And then, then I said, you know, he was paying me. And I, I didn't, there was better to get more money than me. I was paying for, love it. I was, like I say, I enjoy playing. So then I said to him, well, look, I'll go, I'll leave, and then you go. And then I went off and, and played at, at Whiteleaf and that then, because um, just my friends were playing there, and they said, come and play there. So I said to my dad, look, take some of the pressure off, because I could see what was happening around, behind the scenes. So what, I was getting the hump, the bridge was getting on my dad, and it was, so there was a lot more, because... It was just being family involved, so it was yeah. easy for me to say, right, you stay, I walk away. And Did your brother leave at the same time? Um, he left a little bit afterwards, I think, my brother, yeah. Because then, no, no, Mark had done his, broke his leg, didn't he? So oh, he yeah, wasn't right. playing at all then, I don't think. Right, right, And he was just on his way back, so... And then they went off to... He went to play for my dad for a little while, probably. So you went to... Uh, did you go to Croydon or Whiteley first? Yes. Uh, you went to Croydon and Whiteleaf. Yeah, I was at Whiteleaf first, and then I went to Croydon after that. And uh, I got Eareth and Greenwich Borough. Yeah, a friend of mine I've known for years. He actually did a bit for the youth team at um, Dulwich at the time, John Kasapi. And he was, he's a friend of mine that I've known for years. And uh, then we went and played down with uh, Greenwich Borough and that. And I just wanted to play still, so I'd, and he was the manager. So I just used to go and play for him on a Saturday afternoon. Get me out of the house and put banter <laughs> with the boys. And nowadays you uh, you turning out for Charlton Legends still? Or? Yeah, yeah, still still playing with the Charlton team. Um, we have just in charity matches, um, and yeah, just friends. And like I said, we got a, an ex sort of pro side which Steve Kemba runs. A few of his boys play, um, a few ex Crystal Palace players, and we've got a little Sunday side that we play in the Surrey Cup games. Um, we only play cup matches with that team, and so we play that, which is quite good. You see fewer boys and that, so uh, it's just enjoyable. A great pleasure to talk to Peter. Visit forthehamlet.com for all our back episodes. There's a link there to buy T-shirts too. For the Hamlet is part of the Holdfast Network, as is South London Hardcore, a podcast I do. This week we interviewed Manfred Mann, so give that a listen. And every day at the moment, until Christmas, is Daniel Ruiz Tyson's advent calendar. Daniel was on Ford the Hamlet a few weeks ago. And you'll find his Christmas podcast funny, moving and relatable.